What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the weekend has been off to a very good start. Some pretty cool stuff happened on Saturday. So I'm going to take the top stories from Saturday and we'll talk about it. So I will start with the Astros pulling off a combined no-hitter against the New York Yankees. This was a, a shocking story because, you know, the Yankees have been the hottest team in baseball. They are the hottest team in baseball. And... Obviously, the Astros are good in their own right, but I don't think anyone really saw Houston going into the Bronx and no-hitting the Bronx Bombers in front of a sellout crowd at Yankee Stadium on a sunny Saturday afternoon. So it's Garrett Cole, especially with Garrett Cole on the mound. So, I mean, this was led by Christian Javier. This was really his coming-out party, Astros starting pitcher. He outpitched Garrett Cole. I mean, Christian Javier... Is a guy who signed for $10,000 as an undrafted free agent out of the Dominican Republic in 2015. And he combined with Hector Neris and Ryan Presley for this no-hitter against Garrett Cole, who's their $324 million starter for a 3-0 Astros win in New York. I mean, the thing about Javier, you know, he has a deceptive fastball. He was averaging 95 miles an hour and locating it extremely well. He threw seven no-hit innings. Then, you know, Hector Neris walked around two walks and some really close calls in the eighth. Then Ryan Presley, he actually blew the save on Thursday. He rebounded with a 1-2-3 ninth inning. And, yeah, a career-high 13 strikeouts for Javier, throwing a career-high 115 pitches. That's the most strikeouts by a Houston starter since Garrett Cole actually did it when he was with the Astros back in 2019. So, big day for the Astros. They made a statement. You know, I think this makes you wonder. You know, everyone's talking about how good the Yankees are because they are. The mighty Yankees, best team in baseball, best record in baseball. This offense that leads MOB in runs, scored home runs and OPS. So, you know, they've been held to one run in consecutive losses to Houston. They lost to Verlander on Friday. So, this makes you wonder, well... You know, if these two teams meet in the playoffs, what are you going to see? It's a very, very good question. Very fair question to ask. What are you going to see if these two teams meet in October? Because the Yankees, you know, are trying to get over the hump. They haven't been to the World Series in a while. They, they yeah, they haven't. They're trying to get over the hump. So this is going to be a big test for them. Well, probably, I, I don't know if these teams meet again this season. I'm not sure if this is their... I think they do. I don't think the Yankees have been to Houston yet. So they will meet again, but this is definitely a matchup that everyone's going to remember come October. In other news, Mark Appel. I don't know if anybody remembers that name, but Mark Appel made his big league debut after nine years. So Mark Appel is 30. He was the first overall pick in the 2013 MLB draft. And he was deemed to be one of the biggest busts in baseball history. I mean, it's been quite a journey for him. I mean, he was picked by Astros number one overall in 2013. He struggled with his performance. Injuries got in the way, he didn't pitch well. He got traded from Houston to Philadelphia in 2015. He was designated 
for assignment in 2017. He quit baseball altogether in 2018. And at that time, he knew he might never pitch again. And he returned to baseball in 2021 after taking three years off. And then he transitioned from starter to reliever in 2022. And he found some success. So the Phillies placed right-hander Connor Brogdon on the COVID list. So they chose Mark Appel to replace him. And, yeah, I mean, nine years later, I mean, he, Mark Appel made a Twitter account recently. And, you know, he's he definitely he tweeted about it saying, let's go in, in all caps and everything. But quite a journey, quite a journey. I mean, you're talking about someone who's definitely who's considered the big one of the biggest busts in baseball history because he was number one overall pick. Actually, think about Mark Appel. He was picked in the first round back-to-back years. He was picked in the first round his junior year coming out of Stanford, and then he was picked in the first round again his senior year. So that time, first time he was picked in the first round, he didn't sign because they didn't give him enough money. And he went back for his senior year and became the number one overall pick. And he got the money he was looking for. $6.35 million was a signing bonus. So that's why he's considered one of the biggest busts in MLB history because he signed for so much money and, and completely completely imploded. But he reached the majors now at 30 years old for a number one pick. That's pretty rare. You know, this is one of those rare. You know, it's funny because I was talking the other day about how how often scouts are right, especially when it comes to the number one overall pick. These guys usually end up being pretty darn good. But, you know, Mark Appel is one of the examples that it just didn't work out. But happy for him. Glad he did get his call up. Speaking of number one overall picks, let's head out to, well, I mean, another one on the Phillies, staying in San Diego. His teammate, Arpel's teammate, Bryce Harper. So Harper has been having a phenomenal season. He's a reigning MVP, but unfortunately, his season and the Phillies season changed with one pitch on Saturday night. Harper fractured his left thumb when he was hit by Blake Snell's 97-mile-an-hour fastball in the fourth inning. So we don't know how much time he's going to miss yet or if he will require surgery, but he's going to have a better sense of that upon further evaluation in Philadelphia. But any time miss is a major blow. There's no way to replace Bryce Harper. He's the reigning MVP. He's been having a monster season. He's been having actually one of the best seasons of his career, despite the fact he's been playing since mid-April with torn UCL in his right arm. So he's been DHing, but... 318 with 15 homers, 48 rabies, 984 OPS. I mean, he's been one of the best players in the game. So the Phillies will place him on the injured list on Sunday, and then they're going to call up another number one overall pick, Mickey Moniak from Lehigh Valley. Mickey Moniak was the number one overall pick in the 2016 MLB draft. So that's, I mean, the Phillies have their fair share of these guys. But he's going to take Harper's place on the roster on Sunday. It's a huge blow, huge blow, because Phillies have been have been relying on this guy. So now they're going to re- rotate his DH role with Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, and other guys. But every hitter is going to have to step up. It's a blow. It's a blow. I mean, no other way to say it. Because the Phillies had kind of turned things around ever since they, they fired Joe Girardi and They've been playing a lot better, but Harper has been a huge part of that. 
I mean, as things stand right now, the Phillies are 38 and 35, third in the NL East. You know, they're just, you know, they're just treading water. Uh, you know, this is there's there's really not much you can do here. So we'll wish them the best. But that's that's the reality of the situation. Pete Alonso. He had a multi-homer game for the Mets, and the Mets got a 5-3 win in Miami over the Marlins. So he's been having a monster season. Um, yeah, he had a home run to right field, home run to left center. I mean, Alonso hits his NL East rivals really well. I mean, after Saturday, Alonso now has 19 homers against the Marlins. That's tied for the most he has against any other team, and the other team he's tied with 19 against the nationals so you know that's how you create ground in the standings it's by winning against division rivals but alonzo steps up in those moments he's he's getting mvp chance in miami in the top of the eighth inning so he's having a monster season he's probably i mean he's definitely gonna be in the home run derby again this dude loves to defend his title i think he, he said he's gonna try to defend his title until someone knocks him off which is is rare you don't really see guys embrace the home run derby with the, the kind of seriousness Pete Alonso does, but that's what he does. So, Dodgers are in Atlanta. Freddie Freeman getting his return. Um, you know, that's pretty, it's a pretty good story out there. On Saturday, the Braves got a 5-3 win over LA. And, you know, the atmosphere really resembled what we saw in the NLCS. But, uh, you know, it's a, it was definitely a, a heartwarming moment to see Freeman get that standing ovation on Friday. Got his return. And uh, yeah, so that's that's really been the focus of the weekend over there. But the Braves still have games to win. That's what they're doing. So that's going to do it for today, folks. It's an update. What's going on around the league? We will continue. And uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this, please share it to someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.